Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, uh, my name's Rich and welcome to the FPL Tips video for Game Week 11. Um, just to timestamp this, I'm recording a bit later than I expected on Tuesday night because there's been a Reese James injury in the Champions League match. So I just wanted to redo a couple of stuff and you know add that as a tip as well. Um, so we've got four different tips this week. I wanted to thank everyone um, for your comments last week. I've tried to you know try and improve things a little bit. Going to try and keep it concise going to you know show a few stats throughout the fantasy football scout members area um, and just answer a few common questions now it's a bit of a weird week because we've got this blank game week coming up in game week 12 so i don't think there's as much to discuss and we're kind of hampered a little bit by by that but i still think we've got some interesting talking points first thing i wanted to touch on is going to be the suspension type rope um, so that's any players on four yellow cards if they get a fifth yellow card they're going to miss the next game so worth paying attention to that we're going to discuss the Liverpool assets as well. People are quite low on them, but they might be the best captain options for game week 12. Um, then we're going to discuss the game week 11 captaincy. I think a lot of people are going with just Haaland, but there could be some, you know, some other options or one in particular. <laughs> um, and then as mentioned, we've got the Reese James replacements as well. Um, following his injury, obviously that we might need some more news on that, but that's going to be the fourth, fourth and final tip for this game week. So let's get straight into it. So first of all, as I mentioned, the suspension type rope. So there's there's several players that are on four yellow cards. Some of them are probably irrelevant for FPL, but some of them, you know, we need to pay attention to. So the main one is Gabriel, and this is available. Go to Fantasy Football Scout. It's free. Um, it's on the very first page. On the right-hand side, you'll be able to find this. Um, but this is all the players on, on those four yellow cards. So the top one is um, Gabriel Jesus. We've known about this for a, for a few weeks now. Obviously, he's got massive effective ownership. He was owned by a lot of people, but he's got that blank coming up in game week 12 as well. Um, Jacob Ramsey, probably not as popular as he was last season when he was 4.5 million, but he's on it. Adam Smith of Bournemouth and Hickey of Brentford. I don't think anyone's got those. We've got Harrison Reed at Fulham, quite a popular 4.5 midfielder, although since wild cards have been popped, not quite as popular because people have gone for Pereira. Um, we've got Tete at Fulham as well. We've got James Madison. Um, he's just appeared on this following his, um, following his booking at the weekend. We've got Dallow at Man United and we've got Steve Cook as well. So it's just worth paying attention to these. I think the real key ones are going to be Jesus and Madison and in particular Madison. So I would urge caution with Madison. There's a lot of other midfield options you can look at. So I wouldn't be bringing him in, um, but I wouldn't be selling him either. So I think what I'll do with him is you know, keep him. He's got a decent fixture this week and just hope 
that you know for game week 12 he's not going to be suspended and I think because of this because of players and we know Jesus is going to blank in 12 anyway but obviously if he's booked he'll blank in 12 and then he'll miss 13 um, so I think with any of these if they're important for your plan for the game week blank and I know it's going to be hard with all these injuries that are cropping up I'll try and roll a transfer this week if possible because you know if Madison gets booked he was going to be key for game week 12 then you're going to have to look at other options. And I mean, there are other options. I'm sure we can discuss them next week if Madison gets that book in. But I wouldn't be buying them. I wouldn't be selling them. I'll just be very, very aware of this. If you own any of these players or you were looking to bring any of them in, um, they're one yellow card away from a ban. So then we move on to the Liverpool assets. Now, I mean, these aren't very popular at the moment um, and probably, probably for good reason. Although I wanted to discuss them because game week 12, obviously we've got Man City blanking and we've got Arsenal blanking. Liverpool probably got the best fixture. They're at home to West Ham. And, you know, previously there's been some great underlying data for, for all of them. And I mean, there, there still is, you know, even for Salah, who's not, who's not that popular. Now, we've also had the Diaz injury today. Um, that's been announced. He's out till after the World Cup. It looks like Trent and Mat- Matic could be out a couple of weeks. And obviously Robertson has missed the last couple of games as well. So maybe as a whole, it's going to affect Liverpool, but still they've got a great fixture. I think Salah's the best captain option in game week 12. And, you know, so do the models as well. You can just log in um, to Fantasy Football Scout, check rate my team. Salah's top for game week 12 by quite a distance as well. Now, this Diaz injury, I think it's opened up some pretty good options. Um, Like Darwin Nunes, his XGI is 0.9. Now, the reason I say the Diaz injury might be a good thing is while his, you know, he's not going to be playing, we might see more minutes for players like Firmino, Jota, Nunes, um, players like that. So, yeah, Nunes is at 0.9 XGI. Um, that's per 90. Uh, Firmino is at 0.77. Jota's up at 0.68. Um, obviously, he's not played many minutes at all. Um, so that's worth bearing in mind. And in the last game, he was playing slightly deeper. But again, with that Diaz injury, maybe that would change. Maybe he'd play on the left. It might be worth looking at, you know, predicted teams. Um, Salah is still at 0.65 XGI. So it's not up to his very, very best level. But, I mean, it's not shabby at all. And I've included Diaz in this list because he was very popular at 8 million. But his XGI was only 0.38, which was only just ahead of Trent, who was 0.31. So, yeah, I mean, personally, I've got Salah. I'm going to be keeping Salah and I'm going to be captaining him in game week 12. No matter what happens in this Man City game, you know, if they lose 6-7-0, I, I'm still going to go for Salah captaincy. He might be quite tricky um, for a lot of, you know, teams who've been doing well in the last couple of weeks. You'll probably set up where you don't want to be bringing in Salah unless you're going to look at doing something like, and we discussed it on the Scoutcast, you could go KDB to Salah, captain Salah, reassess if you don't like it you can move down to Foden and you've got a load of money in the bank now even as a Salah owner honestly Nunes is really really tempting me I don't know if it would be for game week 12 I mean maybe I've got Kane he could come in for Kane the same with Jota I'm not as keen on Firmino you know he's been in the league a long time and while he's gone through little runs you know where he gets you know he gets braces and hat tricks I, I don't feel consistently over the season he's he's a good asset so Nunes and Jota would be the ones I'd be eyeing up. I mean, you could even go for a double up and it would just make that game week 12 captaincy so much easier. If you're not super high on someone like Trossard or Madison, players like that. Um, I mean, Kane, he's away at Man United. So while Kane, he's in, the only time he's blanked his game week one, 
are you going to want to put the armband on Kane? Um, it's an open week for captaincy. If you don't have Salah, that is, in my opinion. So I think Nunes looks like a great option. And even as a Salah owner, I might look going, look at going for that double up. Now, obviously, Trent's going to be Trent's going to be a sell, but we'll get on to um, defender defenders shortly when we discuss the Reese James replacements. So, I mean, I can completely understand if you just want to ignore Liverpool, you're doing well, but I think that it's really worth considering. And I mean, these numbers, especially Nunes, it's you know, it's insane. 0.9 xgi, it's nothing to be sniffed at. And I mean, he could be very, very explosive in the coming weeks, especially with the fixtures they've got coming up. So for the third tip, I want to discuss the captaincy in game week 11. Now, while a lot of people may want to just ignore Liverpool assets, they may also just want to captain Haaland every single week. And I can completely get that. Um, but I wanted to discuss the alternative. Um, now, I've got up here with Scout, we've got the Rate My Team section. And Son's top, um, followed by Kane, followed by Salah. And then Haaland's actually in fourth place, just ahead of Jesus, Martinelli and Saka, all at, all at Arsenal. And then we've got the rotation risk that is Sterling, um, rounding it out. Now, I mean, personally, I don't fully agree with this. Um, I'd have Kane ahead of Son. Um, you know, you've got the penalties. Like I mentioned, Kane, he's not been explosive, but the last time he blanked was that game week one win where they put four past Southampton. Now, there's a few reasons I'm considering this. Um, Obviously, Kane's projected to score more points using this. Um, Kane's also at home. He's got that home fixture against Everton, uh, whereas Haaland's away at Liverpool. Now, while it times in quite nicely with that section we just mentioned Liverpool, people aren't high on Liverpool. Haaland could score against everyone. Maybe it's not the hardest fixture there is. Um, as in, normally I'd look at Haaland you know, away to Liverpool and I'd consider that to be the hardest possible fixture um, on paper. Now, this might not be the case. Um, we can see here, I've got some data on screen. So Liverpool have an XG conceded um, per game of 1.4. Um, now, Everton's is worse, it's 1.6. But then when you consider how good Haaland's been, maybe we need to consider you know, that that fixture's not as tough as it could be. Um, Haaland over the season has an XG per game of 0.9. Whereas we're looking at Kane, he's slightly behind at 0.7. But again, not to be sniffed at. Now, I think this is this is going to be one where it's your, your risk appetite because, I mean, Kane's got everything. If Haaland didn't exist, you know, Kane would be an easy captain this week. I think with those, with those stats, you know, at home to Everton, who where they were keeping a few clean sheets. That was before Pickford was injured and Pickford was playing very, very well. Now, Pickford's obviously back, um, but he's been conceding, you know, a couple of goals. Um yeah, it's it's a very very borderline decision, and you know if you're doing well, I can understand. I normally don't like um, playing for EO, but I can completely understand. You know, Harlan last week was over two hundred percent EO. Maybe here be a smidge down because of Kane. Um, this is one. I, I mean, I personally have not made my mind up. I've got, I've got both. My original plan, um, and the reason I've got Kane is because I was going to captain Kane in game week eleven. Um, you know, at home to Everton. I'm not a hundred percent on it now. So I guess to conclude this, to round it up, I'd, what I'd say is if you want to take a risk um, for any reason, go for Kane. If you're feeling safe, you know, I've got no problem, you know, going for Haaland. That's fair enough. I might even do it myself. But I think Kane, if we're just looking at numbers, ignoring effective ownership, if we're playing this game on our own, I think 
everything points at Kane being the best captain. He's going to be an absolutely huge differential. And we move on to the news that broke tonight. So I was going to discuss goalkeepers. Um, I mean, goalkeepers, it's a bit of a boring topic. Um, so I'm kind of glad something's something's happened. I mean, I'm not glad for my own team. Um, I went for Reese James over Concello. And yeah, that, that, that obviously has, has not gone well. Um, now, first of all, I've got the tweet here, just confirming it from Nizar, who's, you know, he follows Chelsea. He's a journalist um, and he's reported that injury. Apparently he was walking after the game. He walked onto the pitch. He walked off the pitch. But I mean, let's be honest, I'm I'm not a doctor, um, full disclosure. So, and I couldn't find anything else um, about that injury. So it could well be, you know, we're so near the World Cup now. Maybe he's going to be out for a few games. Maybe he's going to you know, miss the World Cup. I, I don't know. But it's worth having that discussion that I know we touched on briefly the other week. Um, now, with the Trent injury as well, it makes it more interesting. Um, because, I mean, while Trent is going into, you know, a tough game against Man City, he'd be quite nice to have for 12 and 13. Um, he'd have that game at home to West Brom. And then he's got a decent run after that as well. So normally, I, I still would consider Trent. And I know I've been quite high on Liverpool um, during this video, but it's, it's just the way I see it. Um, so I think my initial thoughts, and I mean, this injury has only just happened. It kind of links into what we were discussing on, on the Scoutcast, where maybe we want to look at these cheap enablers that have a good game this week, um, have a good or de at least decent game in the blank, and then you can hold them um, long term. So on the screen, I've got basically it's the Rate My Team tool um, again. It's over the next six game weeks, and I've actually sorted these by value. Now, right at the top, the value, despite his price of 6.1 million, Reese James is actually top. Um, you've got Anderson of Palace in second, just behind. And you've got Doherty at Tottenham. You've got Goyhe, again, another Palace defender. Romero at Tottenham. And you've got Dunk uh, for Brighton. Saliba of Arsenal is interesting because he's got that blank. Um, and then there's also, if you go down a couple more, it's, it's Webster as well. So, I mean, value-wise, it really likes, you know, if you're going to sell Reese James, go in cheap, um, get some good value. So you've got the Crystal Palace defenders and the Brighton defenders. Now that's what we discussed on the scout cast. I think they fill in brilliantly, especially for game week 12. For me and for my team, the Brighton ones really, really do stand out. Um, obviously not as an option to play every single week, but to play for the next couple. And then you have a little bit of money in your team as well. Um, so what I like about that is you're, you can bring a bit, a bit of money out Get in that bench fodder, like I'm talking Dunk or Webster. They're 4.5 or 4.6 million, depending on which one you want to go for. Um, this tool actually has Dunk um, projected to score more points um, and be better value, despite being 0.1 more. Maybe you can only afford Webster. And actually looking at Webster's, well, looking at both their attacking data, um, Dunk's is non-existent. Webster's is poor, but better. I think it's 0.1 xg per per 90 um so you might get a goal on average every 10 games so you're going to be lucky to get an attacking return from either of them um but well, yeah what i'd like about that is you could bring the money out of um james free up a little bit of money for the blank but also you want to be looking at bringing arsenal with man city players back um straight after that blank so game week 13 14 we will probably want to be looking at bringing in arsenal or man city players so what I like about this, you can get a bit of money to start, you know, to do that, to build towards that. Um, so maybe maybe you've got someone like Zaha, who I think is a great long-term pick. 
But if you've downgraded Reese James all the way down to Dunk, you've got a little bit of money where you could look at moving Zaha to someone like Saka, to someone like Foden, even if they get price rises. So I think my, my plan at the moment, and I've got a lot of flags in my own team, would be to bring Reese James down as low as possible. Now, you could go for a Palace defender. Maybe they suit your team better. But for my team, um, the Brighton defenders seem to fit a lot better. And I'm very, very torn between Dunk and Webster. I think I might go Webster, actually. Um, I noticed you know, a few Brighton fans that as um, recommending going for Webster. He's got the better attacking stats of the two, although it's very negligible. It's it's not pretty. Um, and yeah, and you save that 0.1 as well. And you never know when you're going to need that 0.1. My long-term plan, if you can call it that, because we've got the World Cup coming up, would be to have Webster basically on the bench most weeks. But he'd be an amazing sub to come in. You know, if there's any injuries or anything, I'm more than happy playing a Brighton defender. So that would that would be my initial thought. Um, I mean, obviously we can't, a lot of managers already have Cancelo. I don't have him. They've got Liverpool and then a blank. So maybe if we are in different circumstances, it would have been a nice way that I could just find a little, well, find over a million pounds, get Cancelo in um, for him. But it's it just doesn't seem the right circumstances. So I like coming right down. Now, Doherty's an interesting one. I But I feel like with a blank coming up, do you want to risk it? You know, he's he's dirt cheap. He's down to 4.6 million and we saw what he could do last season. Um, so I probably wouldn't risk it, not with a blank. Maybe under normal circumstances, it'd be a, an amazing punt at that price. Much better value than Perisic, who's frustrated, who I, who I definitely wouldn't go for. So yeah, I'd go for a very, very boring pick here. So to sum up, I'd basically go for one of the Brighton centre-backs or one of the Crystal Palace centre-backs. So thanks for joining me today. I hope that was useful. And don't forget, probably the most important tip that I've not included is that the Game Week 11 deadline is actually a Friday night deadline. Um, so make sure you set your teams ahead of the Friday deadline. It's Friday, Friday evening in the UK.